We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everybody the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As a part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and you're listening to the Step Back, the best Mavs podcast ever. I like this, TK. I like that. Yes, yeah, the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Luka with the Step Back 3. Oh, yeah! Boy, Chris Stabs, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, want to fill the gap on your team head. I ain't talking heads, dang, go relax, still at a champ. Defense still coming with the calibers flow, the math's the best on the flow. I'm wild, but yeah. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Alton Trigg. 
I'm joined, as always, by my co-host in Dallas basketball, on SI colleague Matt Galatson. Matt, how are you feeling after the Mavs' 93 to 83 old school win over the Miami Heat last night? Uh, confused. <laughs> I, I, it's <laughs> look, I uh, I don't really know what's going on right now. Like this team get got blown away by Charlotte, big time blown away by Charlotte. And then the heat who are obviously a much better team than Charlotte, you know, they, they dominated that game. It, it was a blowout. I know they only ended up winning by 10, but it was a blowout yeah. until the last two minutes because of some weird stuff by Avery Bradley. <laughs> Avery Bradley couldn't miss in the last three minutes of the game. And like when can <laughs> when can Avery Bradley not miss? Only against the Mavericks, apparently. Yeah, he he elevated his status in the versus Mavs All Star rankings last yeah, night. Yeah. After that, <laughs> so I don't really know what to think. Maybe they, you know, they got together and you know realized, hey, you know, we need to do this and this and this, and we need to put more effort into this, and you know, I don't know, but. I don't, I'm confused because I thought they were going to get torched last night and then they came out and dominated. So I, I don't know. It, it was weird. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster start to the season uh, for the Mavs. And their two wins are, are, are really good wins. Uh, beat a Clippers team that's sitting at the top of the, the Western Conference standings right now. Uh, I haven't checked. I believe that. Hold on just a second. I'm going to go to the standings real quick. I believe that that is the Clippers only lost this season unless they lost last night. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been a rocky start for the Mavs. And I pointed out earlier – oh, no, sorry, Matt. Uh, the Clippers are second in the West right now. The Phoenix Suns are number one. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's another thing. Like, what is going on? I, I, it's a weird year, man. Dude, as soon as Phoenix made that trade – for Chris Paul, I knew that that team was going to improve immensely because it gives, you know, instead of having Devin Booker have the ball in his hands all the time, now you give it to CP3, who's a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame point guard. And the best thing Devin Booker does is score, like in volume. And so that that's all he has to focus on now. And having yeah. a guy like CP3 helps out DeAndre Ayton, too, and they added Jay Crowder. I mean, the Suns, Suns are for real. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it gives them another – another, or really a just a player. Just a player, Dalton, who yeah. <laughs> knows what to do with the basketball. Um, and that's good for them. But yeah. this is Phoenix Suns podcast. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the, the top three in the West so far – it's the Suns won, which the Mavs lost to on opening night. It was a four-point loss. Uh, they very well could have won that game. Should have. Uh, should have won that game, really. You know, they had a bunch of self-inflicted wounds. You have the Clippers at number two. Uh, Kawhi didn't play in that game, but the Mavs won by 50. So <laughs> you had that. And then third are the, the Lakers, and the Mavs got blown out on Christmas. So – yeah, I mean, it's it's very confusing. Uh, it's been a very rocky start to the season. But, uh, Matt, what I was going to say earlier before I went down that Phoenix Suns rabbit hole is <laughs> starting last season, uh, the Mavs, they were also inconsistent. And they were like 6-5. and five. They had two really, really bad losses to the Knicks. 
Uh, I remember there were so many hot takes uh, about the Mavs early on that season too. And then next thing you know, the chemistry started clicking. Uh, KP started playing better. Uh, Luca went on a tear, and they won 10 out of the next 11 games. So uh, there, there's, still, there's still a lot of time for this team to put some consistency together. And last night's win was very encouraging. I mean, we've, we've talked about it in a couple of these bad losses where it's like, well, what the heck happened to this idea of the Mavs defense getting better? And even though they lost in the home opener, their defense against that Suns team was pretty good, in my opinion. Um, you know, they, they, they held them to 106 points. And like I said, uh, just based on a couple of things that happened in the second half, it should have been less than that. But uh, they were good in that one. They were otherworldly good in the Clippers game uh, defensively. Also, the Clippers just couldn't hit anything, too, so that helped. And then this game against the Heat was was eye-opening to me because not only did they hold the Heat to 83 points uh, and they won a game, you know, scoring under 100 points, which I don't think happened. I think if I remember listening on the broadcast, that didn't happen at all last year. (laughs) So it was a very refreshing thing to see the Mavs win a game in that fashion where it was mostly because of their defense. Uh, Luca, you know, we had some concerns, not not anything we thought would be long-term, but we've had some concerns about very him. Loose term, we. What's that? It's a loose term, we. Well, I mean, you weren't happy with his play either, even if you weren't concerned about it, but <laughs> – it was great to see him break out against a team that he had never played well against uh, in his young career so far. He had never played well against the Heat. Um, he uh, he had never beaten the Heat. 0-4, and, and then one of those games he only played like two minutes because he sprang his ankle real bad. But, uh, but, yeah, Luca he came out and had 27 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists. And as we say, after nearly every game, it should have been more assists than that. <laughs> Guys missing wide open shots. Uh, and he, he hit three threes last night, man. It, it was three of 10 from three, so only 30%. But, uh, you know, going into that game, he was 9% on the season. So <laughs> hey. improvement. Uh, but, yeah, and then Tim Hardaway Jr., he had 18 points and a couple of steals. Uh, he was really big in that game. Uh, Josh Richardson, he was 50% from the field, had 11 points, three assists, three rebounds. And your guy, James Johnson, I feel like he's going to end up in the starting line. We talked about it a little bit on the last pod when I was <laughs> I was still beating my drum for uh, the Mavs putting Willie Colleystein in the starting lineup over Dwight Powell, but – I'm like I said the other day too. I'm really not that picky, Matt. Like, <laughs> I'm not picky. They if they put Kleba in the starting lineup at the five, I'd be fine with that. If they put James Johnson as a small ball center in at the five, I'd be fine with that too. I just just any anything to shake it up a little bit. And I know they won last night, and you know uh, maybe Powell's lack of what, what's the word maybe his lack of scoring and everything was uh 
masked by Luca having such a great game and THJ and, and Josh Richardson, but I just don't think it's sustainable. And we don't know how much longer it's going to be until KP gets back, hopefully just a few more games. But, man, would I love to see them have those four guys, Luca, THJ, Jay Rich, and Dorian Finney-Smith with somebody else at center. I think it would just take this team to a, a different level, even with KP out. What do you think? Uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm afraid of taking James Johnson out of the, out of this, you know, the second unit, because when he's in there, he's the best distributor. He's the best ball handler. He's like, I mean, he's like, he feels like he's the only guy who knows how to pass sometimes. He kind of takes on Luca's role, point he forward. He can do so many different things. I would hate to take that away from a bench that's very unpredictable and not reliable. Yeah. At least so far this year. Um, now, could they shake some other things up? Maybe bring Tim off the bench? I don't know. That would be kind of weird. I got to hand it to Dwight Powell, though. He, he only scored two points but he did have a positive impact as far as, you know, as far as plus minus goes. He was plus eight. Uh, he had eight rebounds, even though all eight of those came in the first half. Uh, and he had a couple of steals. So he he did some things in this game is what I'm trying to say. Look, I only think plus minus matters if it's plus or minus double digits in either direction. So you know you're badly affecting your team if you're minus 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're greatly affecting your team if you're plus 20. If you're plus anywhere from – plus or minus anywhere from zero to nine, I mean, it, it, anything can be happening. But if you're, if you're yeah. in the double digits, then I think there's more of an issue and it's, it's, a, it's a more real stat. Yeah. But for, to his credit, he played better last night then or yesterday afternoon, whatever it was, I guess last night to, you know, then he had the rest of the year. How, how much of that is just, I mean, was it an, an anomaly? An, an, what am I? I can't talk. An anomaly? <laughs> You're thinking about that manscaped ad that's coming up here in a little bit. <laughs> right. Or like the, the, the character from Finding Nemo. And then, and then, yeah. and then, and then, and then uh, was it an anomaly? I don't know. We'll find out as, as the season goes on, but hopefully it won't matter for too much longer. Yeah, and I mean, look, he he only had one field goal attempt in that game. So, like, maybe maybe that's what it's going to take, you know, for to, to make that work with him in the starting lineup until KP gets back. You know, instead of, instead of trying to, you know, work him into the pick and rolls with Luca and, you know, have those uh, – alley-oop attempts that I don't really know I mean he's finished one or two of them I believe this season but it's just obvious he doesn't have the same bounce that he did uh, before the Achilles injury so maybe just not focusing on getting him any uh, actual field goal attempts and just be like look you're literally your main objective is to go out there and fight like hell to get a rebound <laughs> even though that's not his strength, you know, we saw last night and I mean, he was playing against Bam Adebayo for, <laughs> for most of the time too. And he grabbed eight rebounds in that first half. Now I don't know what happened in the second half, but you know, 
still eight rebounds is, I mean, seeing him grab that many was a very, very welcome sight. And speaking of rebounds, Luca grabbing 15 was also a welcome sight because we had talked about how he needed to raise his uh, intensity as far as, you know, going after those like he did all last season. And it seemed like he had been less aggressive early on this year uh, when doing that. So that was great to see too. Uh, it, it's very encouraging, Matt. Uh, and then now we're going to uh, go and play the Bulls tomorrow. And before we get into that, though, we're going to take an ad break. Y'all stick with us. Support for the Mavs Step Back podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever had an accident down there, it's not the best feeling in the world. It can get in the way of a lot of more important things that you have going on and make things uncomfortable. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower and one of the coolest features is the led light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming they've also upgraded to a 7000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology and let's not forget about the charging stand show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by usb if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Get 20% off free shipping with the code LUCA at manscaped.com. Make your testies their besties. Get 20% off free shipping with the code LUCA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code LUCA. Your balls will thank you. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find a quality candidate quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. 
And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. And you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore's total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in america and the more you do with 5g the more building it right matters the more your network matters the more verizon engineers going the extra mile matters it's us pushing us it's verizon versus verizon 5g built right from america's most reliable network most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. The NBA is back in action, and football is heading into the playoffs. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE. All one word. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, you know, we we pretty much just briefly covered the the Mavs ten point win over the Miami Heat. Uh, one thing I didn't mention, Matt, is that was the Mavs' first win over the Heat in nearly four years. Uh, it was February twenty second. 2017 if i if i'm remembering that right uh so nearly four years since they beat the heat and they, that was only their third win against the heat since beating them in the finals in 2011 so luca hadn't played good against them the mavs overall haven't played good against the heat since uh nearly a decade ago so everything about that one yesterday just felt great but now we move on. The Mavs will try to get back to 500 uh, and try to keep their winning ways going in 2021, playing against Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls. So I saw a thing earlier, Matt, that said the Bulls are in the top five in the league in giving up open three-pointers. The Mavs are in the bottom five as far as giving up open three-pointer. So that shows you that the Mavs defense has gotten better, uh, you know, whether opponents make those shots or not. Even if they're covered, you know, you can't really help that. But 
it's good to see that the Mavs aren't giving up. Uh, they're one of the top five teams and not giving up open threes this year, where the Bulls, they're in the top five of that. So you can see how this game against the Bulls could go in favor of the Mavs, but, you know, Zach Levine typically puts up mega numbers <laughs> against Dallas, and uh, it should be a nice duel between him and Luka because uh, last year Luka had a 38-point triple-double against the Bulls. So what are you looking forward to in this uh, this Sunday matchup between Chicago and Dallas? Uh, I want to see how Josh Richardson um, – I imagine he or Dorian will be matched up on Levine. I hope it's Josh Richardson, though. I want to see what he can do against somebody like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the first game of the season is the first game of the season. But, and you know, Devin Booker got his. But – I want, I want to see Josh Richardson as the primary defender on a star player. Um, we know what Dorian can do, but, I mean, Chicago's got some other guys that can score. Um, and I want, I, I, I want to try – I want to see them try and slow down Levine and make other players beat them. Now, that's, you know, obviously easier said than done. Levine's very talented. Um, yeah. But we'll see. You know, again, it, it's kind of like I said at the beginning of the podcast – I don't know what's going to happen because Chicago's not good, but neither is Charlotte. Yeah. So I'm, I don't, I don't want to see another repeat of what happened against Charlotte. Well, it's all, it, it's all so weird because like even Charlotte, like you can see that they have some good pieces there, some good young pieces. And that, you know, they gave the Brooklyn Nets their first loss of the year uh, when Brooklyn was looking <laughs> like an unbeatable super team. And so, but now you look at Brooklyn and they're, I think they're three and three now. They've fallen back down to earth a little bit. So it's just, it's, it's weird all around, Matt. I mean, there, there's really no predictions. Yeah. You can't, you can't confidently predict anything right now. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I, I agree with you. I want to see Josh Richardson on uh, Zach Levine. And obviously Levine is a guy who, uh, I've really wanted the Mavs to trade for. And look, before the draft, there were rumors, or it really wasn't a rumor, it was a report that uh, the Mavs had inquired about trading for him. Uh, and obviously nothing came of that, probably because they didn't want to trade their uh, their first-round pick and, uh, you know, yada, yada. But anyway, that uh, just just that the Mavs had interest there is enough to – you know, keep that fire burning for me <laughs> this season as we uh, march closer to the the trade deadline, which I believe is the in the last week of March. So I'm uh, I'm going to be looking forward to that. I don't know what the Mavs would have to put together to make Chicago even consider that, but all I know is the Bulls are bad, and it's going to be another wasted year of Levine's prime and i could just see him uh forcing a trade this year so what do you think uh yeah i mean i wouldn't want to be there if i was him um i look it's very early in the year for me personally to be to be talking trade just because they just did that stuff at the draft and i think they kind of want to see what they have before you know they get to a point where they're ready to potentially make another trade. That said, 
I have my eyes elsewhere based on what I've seen this year. Um, Levine would pro- would be in my top three or four players I would go after at the trade deadline, but I have some other players in mind. Um, but he, I mean, he definitely fits all the, you know, fits all the boxes, checks all the boxes rather that, that the Mavs need right now in terms of being a third scorer and being somebody who can do their own thing when a play breaks down and, you know, take some pressure off of Luca and all that stuff. So. Yeah. If Luca doesn't have it going, uh, you know, like he did against Miami, it would be really, really nice to have another guy. And especially if KP's out that can go out there and get you 25 plus consistently, you know, the Mavs just don't have that guy. Yeah. We've seen Tim Hardaway Jr. go for uh, 25, 30 points before, but it's few and far between with him. With with Levine, it's every night. <laughs> so it would just be really nice to have that kind of offensive consistency uh, from a guy who would be an excellent third star uh, on a contending team. So I'm looking forward to that. You mentioned a couple other names. I kind of want to pick your brain on that, Matt. Is Victor Oladipo one of those names after what you've seen so far this year? Yeah. He's been good. Yeah. And we were both a little skeptical just about how he would come back from his injury. And obviously there's some other things there too. Um, I mean, there's a reason he's been on a couple different teams, but I think that based on the way he's played this year and, you know, maybe Indiana doesn't want to do anything. Maybe they, they look at this and they're like, wow, maybe we could really compete in the East if he keeps playing like this. So it could be a starter, but the way he's playing right now, it's, it would be uh it would be literally a perfect fit in my opinion. Yeah. Him and Sabonis uh, have been lights out for Indiana. Uh, They just suffered a big blow though. TJ Warren. I don't know if you saw it, Matt. He, uh, he's out. Uh, indefinitely because of a stress fracture in his foot. Um, So that's a huge blow to Indiana. Don't know how they'll, you know, fare the rest of the season, but I think Oladipo, even if he is, you know, playing extremely well, I still think he's probably the more realistic option for the Mavs if they do end up making a trade this year because he's on on an expiring contract. You know, if, if Victor, if the Pacers are just like, say you're getting a week before the trade deadline and the Pacers come to Victor Oladipo and his agent and they're just like, hey, so, I mean, let uh, fill us in here. Are, are y'all considering, you know, re-signing with us <laughs> after this year? And if they say no, you know, we're going to explore our options and just see, then, you know, maybe the Pacers want to trade him because uh, he will be an unrestricted free agent after this season. And, you know, even if they don't trade him and he ends up walking, uh, Oladipo could be one of the uh, one of the Mavs' prime targets in free agency because, as we all know, uh, they're going to have a ton of cap space that they had planned on using to chase Giannis, and, well, now that's not happening. So <laughs> they're going to have to spend it somewhere, Matt. Yeah, they will. And um, maybe the Mavs can get in there and do something, but – I don't know. It's uh, we got a long season to go. Um, obviously shorter than normal. So we'll we'll see what happens. Oh yeah. Um, once KP get, <laughs> KP gets back, everything could change. Um, yeah. He's he's a top twenty five player in the league. So if if he gets back healthy and 
he does what we know he's capable of doing, maybe they don't end up doing anything at all. You know, we'll see. Yeah. And hopefully by the next time we're on here recording, uh, KP will, will be back and, you know, we're recapping his, his first game of the season because, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow night, the Mavs play the Bulls in Chicago. And then on the second night of a back-to-back, they play the Houston Rockets who have, they haven't really started the season off great, but individually James Harden and, uh, their newly signed big man, Christian Wood, who I desperately wanted the Mavs to <laughs> at least consider uh, in this past free agency, but apparently they did not. Both of those guys have been lights out for Houston, and it's on the second night of a back-to-back. And given what we've seen from KP and what we've heard and, uh, you know, Rick Carlisle saying last week that he was weeks away and not months and all that – I could see him making his debut against the Rockets, a team that he has really put up huge numbers against uh, all last year. And uh, like I said, they'll need something on the second night of a back-to-back. He'd be a guy that could bring some high energy uh, and some fresh legs. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I'm hoping that he does return for that Houston game and then we'll come on here and we can recap the Chicago game and the Houston game all in one package. So we we will see how it goes, but Matt, anything else you want to add before we take off here? Uh, No, just, uh, you know, excited to, uh, to see what happens in this back-to-back. It's the first back-to-back of the year. Um, Hopefully they can string together a couple of good games in a row and get, you know, get this, get their first winning streak of the season going because, you know, um, I haven't really enjoyed the start to this season. I I think I'm in the same boat as a lot of people there. Um, So you'd you'd like to see them kind of start to turn a corner here as early as they can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, given the the preseason height, this was a, this was a kind of deflating uh, start to this season, but it's only been five games. Uh, the Mavs have shown flashes. Luca, he's getting in better shape with each passing game, uh, as he showed us against uh, the Miami Heat. And KP should be back soon. So things could get a lot more fun uh, here in a hurry. So we can't wait for it. So, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you for coming in every single week and listening to us. Uh, we're going to try to do more of these game recap pods this season than – you know, what we've done the last two years, uh, you know, if we're able to, we'll get on here and bring you as much game coverage or post-game coverage as we can. So be sure to rate and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Uh, Go to our YouTube channel, subscribe there too. Uh, You know, as soon as fans are allowed back, we're still doing that thing where as soon as we hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, Uh, One lucky subscriber uh, will win two tickets to the game of their choice uh, once fans are allowed back. And hopefully that happens at some point uh, later this season. But we'll keep an eye on that and let you know. But, guys, we appreciate it. Hope you have a great rest of the weekend. And we will possibly see you Monday night. Y'all have a good one. Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ Crossover doing step backs in a pair of chains 
These days I'm about my chips like a bag of lanes. I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same. How you real when you say your soul for the fame? Do anything for a dollar. I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot of. Looked up the Dirk and MJ instead of blue collar. Excited at the idea of being a true baller. Riding in the bins, a copper and pilot. Feeling like I made it, now they trying to holler. This how we thinking life's supposed to be. Media keeping all my friends close to me. Feeding me all the lies and propaganda in my eyes. I've been here forever, they thinking that I just a